my top tips for how to run a videography business, how to get clients as a videographer, and all of the things. We're on a mission on a to mission. rid the world of bad video. Bye-bye. This is the DV Show. Target and range. Bad video sucks. I'm Amanda Horvath, and I'm all about helping business owners and entrepreneurs leverage the power of video without breaking the bank or taking up tons of their time. I started my career as a freelance videographer in the LA area, which for anyone that knows is an extremely competitive market. So from the beginning of running my business, I had to figure out how to stand out amongst the crowd and how to get clients and make money and all of the things. Tip one don't have a portfolio website. Almost every single videographer out there, when you go to their homepage, is just a bunch of videos that they've already done. And this is a great way to fit in and not stand out from your competition. So if you really want to stand out, then I highly, highly recommend treating your website like a business. When someone clicks on and opens up five different tabs of videographers near them, how is how are you going to speak to that customer in their needs? So if you do a specific kind of video, then call that out when they land on your homepage. So for example, for me, I said, every business needs a video. And that was the first word that was on, or first sentence that was on there that would catch their attention. So if someone was opening up these different tabs to look for a wedding videographer, they immediately knew that I wasn't their fit. And if someone was looking for a business video, they could either spend hours looking through the random videos that people have on their website, or they could see, oh, she does business. I'm gonna watch her videos first and reach out to her. Now, of course, you still want to have your portfolio on your website, but you don't want it to be your homepage. So have something else be the homepage and have maybe some services that you offer, maybe some different types of videos. And then from there, you can actually click to look at those type of videos. So maybe you do do wedding videos in addition to event videos and business videos. Well, then you can have three different sections that say which which video are you looking for? And then from there, you can click and they will open up just those portfolio videos. So it's an easier way to kind of lead your customer in the direction that they need to be led in order to make a decision if you are a good fit for them. Tip number two, market yourself everywhere. Once again, I want you to put yourself in the customer's shoes and go type on Google videographers near me and see what websites pop up. More likely than not, there's going to be Yelp, there's going to be Thumbtack, and maybe a couple of others that are specific to your area. So whatever you do, you want to make sure that you are listed as a service provider on these websites. So when you do set up a Yelp account, Tons of sales reps are going to start calling you or not tons. You'll get like one specifically devoted to you. Pick up the phone and ask them what you can do to optimize your portfolio. I don't recommend paying for Yelp ads. They will try to push you in that direction. Just have them do whatever they can to get your site optimized to pop up on Yelp. So when I was doing this, I was one of the top videographers in the city of Austin for 
whenever someone typed in videographers in Austin, I was like the top three within the city. So this was a huge way to drive traffic my direction is just getting listed on Yelp and picking up the phone and talking to them. Then of course there's Thumbtack and here's another one for you, Craigslist. Now I know that might sound kind of crazy to list your services on Craigslist. It might seem like you're not gonna get quality clients on there, but I have found the opposite to be true. I just continuously would post the same ad over and over again, and whenever it would run out, or it wasn't an ad, it was just a listing for my services, and occasionally leads would come through. So I think I even had multiple different ones, like I might have one for event videography and one for business videography because people might be searching for different things. So that is something to consider, but just whatever you do, put yourself wherever a customer might be searching for your services. Tip number three, automate your quote process. As a videographer, you are going to be busy. Your schedule will be filled with shooting and editing videos. Because of this, you are going to find that you will have heavy periods where you are executing and then suddenly a dry period because you haven't been doing any prospecting. My best recommendation for this is to get an automated system for your prospecting going so that you can take inbound leads that are coming to you and automatically have them sign up for a call. So the way that this works, it can be very simple. You can use the Squarespace input form or whatever, like just the typical form on Squarespace for people to fill out their information and then send them to a thank you page with your Calendly link. Calendly is this amazing service where you can just say what times you're available and people will automatically sign up for a call with you. So by automating this process, they feel like you are automatically getting back with them because they immediately book a call with you. Just be sure to keep your Calendly updated so that if they do book a call, you are actually available. Now let's say that you have a very successful videography business that you're already running and you are getting tons of leads coming in, then you might want to consider taking this automation to the next level. When I was running my business, I had an if-then campaign kind of set up to where I would have them fill out a application form that would tell me as many details as possible for me to be able to tell if it was a good or bad project for me. And I had one question in there, I asked what their budget is and they had a drop down for the different options. And if they said a number that was below my minimum budget, they would automatically get an email sent to them that says, hey, I'm sorry, but your budget is too low. And if you'd like to go back and reapply, you can do that. But because of that, we're no longer, you know, we recommend moving on to other videographers. That would save me time from having to look at it and decide that this wasn't a good fit and it would save them time from waiting for me to respond to them. Then if they did say the proper budget, they would automatically be sent to the link to book a call with me. So you can see how this can save you tons of time. Tip number four, make a productized offer. Now that you have your call system automated, you are going to need to figure out how to make the quote process less of a headache. You know what I mean if you have been at this game for a while. So what typically happens is people reach out and they say, I want a video, how much? And you're like, uh, 
I need more detail, right? And then you have to go through this whole process, ask them what they need, try to read between the lines of what they might need, get their budget, realize it's too low and all this different stuff or whatever it is. Or you spend hours and hours creating a perfect proposal for them, send it off, only to find out that, that they don't have a budget and the all the time that you spent on that proposal was wasted time. You can tell, I've done this before, this is a thing. But the way that you avoid this is to actually get rid of writing proposals altogether. You are the professional and you should be able to forecast the needs of your customers. Tip number five, analyze your end game. There are really two directions that you can go with your freelance video business. There is the business owners and entrepreneur world, as well as the agency world, which honestly is where most of the money is. But I want to talk about both worlds and kind of lay out the options for you so that you can decide which one is a better fit for you. So I'm going to talk about my personal story as I navigated these two worlds and deciding which direction to go. So when I first started, I was starting out in LA and there's tons of corporate life going on in Los Angeles where you can be a freelance videographer, cinematographer, all that kind of stuff. But I personally fell in love with working with business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, the reason for that is because you are so much closer to the creative. You have the ability to just talk directly to them and you're not having to go through this bureaucratic system to figure out what they are, what you are going to do for the video. So if you're looking for full creative control, that is definitely going to be within this world. Then there's also the strategy component of this as well. When you are working on the agency side, most likely the strategy is going to just be passed down to you and you are primarily going to be an executor in this world. Over here now, you might have the option to pitch strategy to your clients and really work with them to build their way up through the ranks and build their business to the dream that they currently have. So personally, I absolutely loved working in this world and didn't really want to go the corporate route. However, the money is here, right? So if you are like me and you are passionate about business owners and entrepreneurs, then your main goal is going to be focused on those productized offers and figuring out a way to serve them at a minimal price point. So I think that right here, it's kind of like a 10K to 15K is the major price point for individuals while agencies, of course, go to an insane level, you know, 100K, 200K plus kind of thing. So I recommend figuring out how to create products in a method that is going to benefit the business owner, but also be able to keep your prices lower on the lower side without having to put in more work. So do not undercharge for your value. Definitely charge what you're worth, but figure out ways to kind of hack the system and do it faster. So personally for me, outsourcing was huge. In order to cut my prices down, I outsourced almost all of my assistant editing in order to cut that down. And I would hire a local editor to be able to do the final piece, or I would come in and do the final piece as well. So that's one way to cut it down. Once again, if you are interested in the business owners and entrepreneur side of things, I highly recommend subscribing to this channel because I am giving away video strategy that works. Now, if you are interested in the agency model and you're really looking to grow a major production company, you're not really that interested in the marketing side of things anyway, then I would 
highly recommend finding a couple of agencies within your town that are looking for freelance videographers. So you might not even need your services listed on Yelp or Craigslist, I still recommend doing it, but go and find ways to plug into an agency and have them just feed you the work directly. Video production just got easier. The DV Show. Serious about creating better video? You're in the right place. Subscribe to our free online coaching service and expand your learning beyond our popular podcast.